These are stories about murder. (gasps) Could there be a hidden clue? Things that are exceptionally alarming. Like what? Just alarming things. Because he's at the bottom of the ocean, every little sound is intensely magnified. He hears animals eating his friends and crewmates. Oh my God. Instead of scattering ashes, he had simply dumped them in the parking lot. (laughs) In Germany, before a royal court. Thought she was Polish. No, the magician is Polish. This is three shots in. And today we're talking about... Welcome to Three Shots In. I'm Jake. I'm Jess, and this is episode... 25. Awesome. That's right. We're talking about reptiles today. Yeah. The reptilians. Snicky snakes. That's right. And we're not alone today. No, we're not. We have two guests. One, a favorite. That's fa- me. <laughs> it's not you. I was going to say... I was gonna Wait say your turn. Our father, Ryan. Oh, okay. What's up, peeps? That's Pop. And then my sister from Colorado, my feral sister from the mountains of Colorado. Feral. Feral. That's fair. (laughs) Yeah, she walked in smelling like weed and sadness and ski slopes. She was hooting and spitting. She took a piss right on the ground. Yeah. They do that in Colorado. Mm -hmm. It's normal for us. It's the Wild West over there. <laughs> they don't even have bathrooms, right? You have out, out you have an outhouse. outhouse yeah, it's just yeah. a hole in the ground yeah. that we shouldn't do. When, when Justine comes to visit, we lay down sawdust so it's easier to clean. Yeah, <laughs> that's awesome. Feel more more at home. That's awesome. Well, thank you both for joining us today on this podcast. This what I'm sure will go down as a great episode. Hopefully, I think so. Right, we're just at the beginning, so yeah, mm-hmm. it's only up from here. I'm assuming. but an even bigger thank you to our wonderful beautiful patrons thank you so much patrons for filling our hearts and our wallets you guys are so great and we're gonna test a little test a little nickname for you guys we are shot heads oh yeah shot heads (laughs) shot heads yeah you little fucking shot heads you you know sluts Oh. oh, no, not oh. sluts. You go dark. They're not sluts, Justine. I mean that as a term of endearment. No, listen, they're incredibly hung, our patrons. I and bet. well endowed in all, for, <laughs> in all assets. But, but shot heads mm-hmm. is what they are. Um, speaking of shots, we had shots of three different kinds of tequila tonight. Was it three? I thought yeah. it was only two. No, it was three. I fucked you guys over. Oh. So we had... Ka. We had Ka, which is... Uh, Reposado tequila. Yeah. Then we all had El Himidor. Now, how it worked for us in the that third, wasn't what we had second shot. This no, the second shot was the like the brown one. Poison, poisonito. The brown one. Uh, dangerous for you, Ito. Yeah. Addictivo. <laughs> Addictivo. The one that sounds like a Harry Potter spell. Oh yes. yeah. Addictivo. Addictivo. What would it do? Makes you an addict. Makes you addicted to fucking crack cocaine. <laughs> oh, that's I it's a it, curse. It's one of it's one oh, of the forbidden curses. It's a curse. <laughs> it gives you a dick. It makes your dick bigger. A that's dick. what I imagine. No, that's Engorjo. Ah. <laughs> I need that spell. Well, anyway, we had a shot of that too. I don't think it was popular with anybody here. No. Then the last shot. Dad had a full shot of uh, El Himidor. I had about seventy percent El Himidor. You each had about 10% El Himidor. Then I finished mine off with Ka, 
and finished both of you off with Ka. I don't mind Ka. The yeah. brown one was gross. The brown one was, it went down easier, but it tasted worse for me. Whereas the Ka didn't go down so easy, but it tasted better. No, the Addictivo tasted the best. It just hurt. It was just a very, very aggressive. It fought its way down. I, yeah. I got that for my 50th birthday. Yeah. And it was really good when I first got it. It was smooth. It was whatever. I know it was expensive. It was a it was a couple that came with money. Ah. So they popped it on me. But it's it's rough now. <laughs> One of those couples, huh? <laughs> One of your special couples. <laughs> <laughs> well, all right. What's everybody drinking? Well, uh, I believe the Fowlers. Mm-hmm. You're a Fowler now. I'm still a Fowler. I've always been a Flower. I never Fowler. a Flower. I never changed my name. The fuck? You never changed your name? I never changed it. Okay. Lockheimer? Are you fucking kidding me? No, I never changed it to that. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. The Fowlers are drinking Blue Moon. What is the Dirty Venata drinking? A Shinerbach. Shinerbach? Nothing wrong with that. Nothing wrong. It's beautiful. It's wonderful. I like it. Um, But before we move on to the first wheel spin, I believe all of us have a fourth tequila in front of us. We do. Yeah, it's that is that, like the Hard Rock Cafe mango tequila. No, it's <laughs> rock and roll mango tequila that doesn't taste like tequila at all. It's this syrupy garbage in this interesting guitar-shaped bottle. That's why I wanted to try it when I first it, walked in. You, you know what? About it, to. You know what it tastes like? It's imagine Jacob's fall. Imagine if you were to go to like a Whole Foods. No, I got okay. it. It tastes like mango flavored lube <gasps> on a on a taint. Okay, that I can picture. <laughs> <laughs> Here it begins. Oh, stand by, girls. Stand by. All right. So we got our, our mango take taint a shot juice. And tell me I'm wrong. Mango taint juice. <laughs> shot number four. Here we go. Cheers. I'm, I don't want. Oh, we have to touch. Oh, wow. We have touch to touch. Tips. All right. Touch tips. Shot Cross four. soles and touch tips. Yep. That's exactly what it tastes like. Ugh. It tastes like mango candy. The aftertaste. But like the bad kind. Yeah. The cheap Like kind. the kind that like someone is like, oh, I just came home from Vietnam and I brought back our traditional mango candies. And you're like, oh, that sounds really cool. And you try it and it's this. It's, it's just dog shit. Yeah. It's, it's fucking like terrible. if a Jolly Rancher melted on the carpet mat in your yes. car and you licked it off. Yes. Ugh, fucking horrible. But it's Jacob's fault because he said, hey, Pop, on your way back from California, can you just get us crazy looking bottles of alcohol? It did look like an awesome bottle. Okay. In my defense, I thought he was going to make one stop, maybe pick up one weird bottle. Motherfucker made it a mission. And stopped multiple places. You brought us <laughs> that's dad eight though. bottles. I don't know. Eight? It was no. It was two boxes of liquor. Yeah. Yeah. It no, was he wild. went. He went ham. Which I appreciate. I hope it of doesn't course. sound like we don't. Oh no, I know you appreciate. Look at that one. It does, does look, that look badass. badass? That's, I've, I've heard that it's awful. Right. That's the cognac. We haven't tried it. We yet. haven't tried it. Uh, that's the cognac. Do you guys do shots throughout the podcast at all? Or? No. We have before, but no, <laughs> we do not. We have the. We're fine. The last time Don't we did, he was. What patches do you mean? Justine. Oh, I do want to talk about that. The last time we took shots during the podcast, mm-hmm. like throughout, he was asleep on the couch. Oh. Me, I had to sober for a few hours and then I had to drive him home. Oh. It was rough. Okay. It was, it was rough. a rough one. Okay. That's true. But hey, I do want to do a shout out to Party Patch, partypatch.com. I, I am a firm uh, believer in people say, oh, this is the thing. And I like to test it. And whenever I was here last time and we got pretty shitty, I had a party patch on. And the next day I felt 
fucking amazing. So yeah. amazing that I took a couple more and there was a time where I wasn't drinking. I just needed to be up and alert the next day. And I put it on that night and I was, I love it. I swear by party patch. It's yeah. legit. Put it on before you drink. That's right. Partypatch.com. You can use promo code three shots in. That'll give you a 10% discount. And it's so worth your money. It okay. absolutely is. Spell the num- spell three out. It's not the number three. Yeah, so you got to spell it out. Don't be lazy. Three shots in. <laughs> Don't okay. be lazy. But dang, this it is a product. It resur- resurrected me from the dead. I was incredibly hungover. Which, Interestingly, I didn't put it which, on until we, the morning after. I had which already, is good. I great. stayed up until 9 a.m. drinking. Right. And then I fell asleep until like 3 in when the you, afternoon. For the first night you got here, right? Yeah. 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 Three in the afternoon, Jessica wakes me up and she goes, hi. Oh, my God. Are you feeling? Hey, and she gave me the patch um, and it, it, <laughs> that's on camera. <laughs> and, and that one. And it here too. It did cure me. <laughs> Damn it. It did cure me. So I will absolutely be, be going home and buying yeah. those patches and using your guys' code. Cause oh my God. I'm using really the code. So and I'm going to get the big box for we, sure. Yeah. We I'm did not the- a bullshitter. I'm not a good liar. I'm a horrible liar actually. And it's amazing. Oh, you've been a horrible liar since you were a child. I know. That's why I'm saying that. That is true. You've always been bad at lying. Because I feel guilty. I know. It's a, it's a you beautiful should. thing. It's not. It's so cute and it's amazing. It's so easy to lie. So easy. For Jacob. Anyway. so Because Jacob has no heart. I do have a heart. It's just okay. half? Half of a heart? No, it's a proper- Only big enough for Denny and Jenny? I mean- Oh, wow. That was deep. For my wife and my future daughter? Yeah. Yeah. They have room in my heart, (laughs) Justine. Okay. Anyway, we did, me and Jess, me and Jess did the test. We know for a fact it does prevent hangovers. It does. 100%. You and Terry have done the test. Justine and Terry have done the test. It cures hangovers. Not just a preventative, a remedy. That's right. And that's pretty great. Our father, has used it literally just for energy boosting, and it worked. Like, I knew I had a rough day the next day. I put it on that night, and I was raring to go. I swear. There we go. Stop taking your Adderall. Start taking party (laughs) patches. No, I'm serious, but there is a smell to it. It smells like vitamins, so you're going to have that vitamin smell. I don't smell smell anything. But once you put it on, you forget about it. I've never smelled one thing using it. I love it. I'll swear by it. It's because your nose is bigger. I mean... At this point, we're talking your ear off She's, about it, but there's a good reason for her it. Her nose is clogged with that I have thing. The, right. I have she has the, a fucking horn in her yeah, nose. So I mm-hmm. can't smell anything, right? Really. Well, I would smokes. say I would say you look like a bull. Everybody um, but, says that. Bulls, Every old man says that. No, no, but bulls are more muscular. You don't have that. Okay. Well, I used to be. <laughs> Back in my heyday. You did used to be muscular. <laughs> Jake would need happened? like six of those rings not to be able to smell. So we're moving on to the first wheel spin, I guess. Yeah. Motherfucker. Let's do it. Spin it. Go Actually, ahead. Justine, you're the new guest. Justine, you do you like want to spin the wheel? Would you like to spin the wheel? Okay, yeah. What do I do? I push that button. Right. Shut your whore mouth. Oh my God. You spin what? the fucking oh wheel. Oh my God. How okay. do you spin the wheel? Don't, All don't, of this is cut out. Don't worry. That is cut. You <laughs> deceiver. You liar. Oh, okay. The what? wheel is you real. Spin the wheel. It's not a button. It is a There's no red button, Justine. <laughs> you a button and I... <laughs> Don't worry. It's can all we, cut. Can we do a rewind? Yes, we can. Rewind. We're doing a rewind. Okay. Shh. All right. Well, I guess that's time to move on to the first wheel then. Um, who's going to spin the first wheel? I'll spin the first wheel. Okay, of course, Justine. Justine. You do the honors. Hey, be careful. 
Yeah. It, it is known to give splinters. Okay. So just make sure you grab a really good good part and then give it a good spin, okay? I'll try my best, yeah. All right, go for it. All right. Very strong. Good job, Justine. Wonderful. I'm so happy with that. So no, that was, that was a solid spin. That was a solid one. Are your hands good? Yeah, they're okay. I pulled out one splinter. It's okay. <laughs> She's just so excited. She's to be so here. happy. It's wonderful. Okay. Um, the first wheel spin, we got... Eaten, what is it? Eaten by an anaconda or a crocodile? Question mark. I have to choose. Fuck. I think. I mean, that's pretty clear. I think we're choosing. Be wait. Say that so again. Not beaten. No, no. Eaten. Listen. <laughs> I mean. Okay, your life is ending right now. Okay. By only one of two things. Yeah. Either. Okay. You will be eaten by an anaconda. Okay. Or you will be eaten by a crocodile. Anaconda. No, a crocodile. Crocodile for sure. I say crocodile. Final answer. Crocodile. Fuck that. Anaconda. No, what? because you're gonna No, that's slow. Because it's so slow. I don't want to get pulled into this monstrous dinosaur comes at me and grabs me and pulls me in the water and I can't fight it and drowns me and then twists and rips me to shreds. But rip you to shreds. you'll bleed out before so you get just no, 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 no. Hold on, hold on. For the I audience. Also, I also choose crocodile and yeah. I, I think you're wrong because when a crocodile pulls me under and starts twisting and ripping me apart. Or you're going to bleed to death no, 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 no. by losing limbs. I'm still fighting. Yeah. Right. When an anaconda wraps me, I am doing nothing but feeling fear. You're yeah. held. You're held still, and you have to just take it. Yeah. And then you're literally feeling like your slug. organs burst <laughs> and your rib cages, your rib cage breaking. Uh, you are dying of internal you bleeding. Your bones break as you're being squished to death it's before horrible. you get eaten. Absolute. That's like my I worst fear. A crocodile. Claustrophobia. Absolutely not. A crocodile. My adrenaline is running. I am fighting this piece of shit. Yeah. There's but here's no the, way that I make it. It's not necessarily that they're gonna twist and rip you apart they might just drown you okay That's they might I'm just saying. grab oh you God. and take you under and I'm hold you drowned, there i am but still, still pushing even that. if even, i had to pick drowning isn't the most the most horrible way to go even it's drowning is faster ones i think even drowning is faster. I'd rather than drown than now, get my limbs ripped off and bleed just one to death. Second. Hold on. That's the same thing as, that's what the crocodile is going to do to you. For our audience, I just want. But they're either going to drown you first or they'll do that. To give context, dad's worst fear is crocodiles. That's why he's standing firm Fuck on this. Look, you're describing the perfect drowning. This is a drowning with 87 teeth. And like the world's strongest jaw clamped on you. No, that's it's fair. the fight of your life, but it's underwater. That's fair. Okay, yeah. this is a different kind of drowning. Yeah, this yeah, is yeah. not the. It's not peaceful drowning. This is not the just fall asleep no. drowning. Right. It's, not, it's not clear water. It's murky shit water. Oh right. God. Yeah. Swampy water. Yeah. Yeah, like you, you even though you're dying, you don't open your eyes because that's dirty. Yeah, that's that's gross. the kind of water you're that's in. That's gross. Okay. okay. Yeah, I'd still choose crocodile. Yeah, still crocodile for me. Yeah, don't don't get me wrong. I don't want to get crushed by an anaconda. That sounds fucking horrible. Here's what anaconda is going to crush. Try to crush me. Many pleasant options. Um, I saw one. It was a documentary featuring uh, Jennifer Lopez and (laughs) (laughs) so anaconda. Just so you know, the question is: Which would you rather be eaten by? Meaning, you will be eaten. So whatever anaconda's got you is one that's big enough to crush you. Fuck. Yeah, I. I just don't want to go under the water with a crocodile. I'm going to pick anaconda. 
Okay. Crush you to death? I don't want to be crushed to death. It's a fucking shitty, shitty that's shit, a, shit. That's like my worst fear. That's it's a like shitty the worst thing. death in my mind is They're being totally crushed death. to death. You can do nothing. Okay. Sorry. We're not doing that. The in stress the is really getting to Justine. <laughs> do you need me to hiccup off the off the mic? I need you to hiccup internally. I can't. I don't. I don't give a shit it if you if it. My chest. I don't care if it causes an aneurysm. You will be hiccuping internally. It's okay? like a blood vessel. No, it's, it's like you were a pterodactyl in another life. Excuse me. I'll just, it's all hiccup off off the mic. So, uh, Everybody, calm down. That, you all are all down with getting eaten by crocodile. We're not down. <laughs> we think that it's, it's a it's evils. a faster death. That's yeah. the only draw. How do we know it's faster? What if he just crushes you? Assumptions. Listen, no, we it's, know it's now. because of how violent the attack is. Crocodiles, you can't deny, are violent right. and strong, and they right. do things quickly. Like they're if they're gonna kill you, it's not because they just want to drown you because they don't like you or something right you're getting your arm ripped off and then you're getting drugged to the bottom of this river like it's oh God, it's so terrible horrible. but it's faster yeah. than the slow crush of getting, an anaconda or uh. getting swallowed whole you probably wouldn't you're too fucking big but <laughs> <laughs> he would he would though in this context no we're saying this context it's a big enough anaconda it's a fucking giant so anaconda you whole. Yeah. can you imagine that you're alive getting sucked into this fucking God, creature suck. both of them suck well at what point would you die at one point i don't know i've you? never been crushed that's what i'm saying but wouldn't you rather go down fighting absolutely fighting the crocodile i feel fighting like the crocodile i'd be on that motherfucker. the inside yeah. of you, the anaconda you would physically not be able to <laughs> You would be squished. You couldn't bend your neck that low. Honestly, think of it this way. Dying by anaconda would mean dying in the worst claustrophobic situation I, I can feel, imagine. No, you're right. I, I When it comes to being in tight spaces, like I my don't eye fucking is twitching like just thinking about it. I, I, I never cannot. knew it until it happened. And then I was like, oh my God, I, I don't have claustrophobic like in an elevator, but you put me in a constricted space, I'm horrible. But I think you guys are trying to sell me on it and get eaten by a crocodile. We're yeah. trying to convince you why that's our I choice. I don't want to be eaten by a no. fucking crocodile because <laughs> listen, that's going to eat me. Listen, motherfucker, you know your kids. We've all chosen. We've all chosen option A. You chose option B. Right. So not only do we have to bring you into the option A, but we have to convince you that you're wrong. Yeah. Right. We also You've have to convince you that you're a bitch you for did. choosing the other option. Yeah. yeah. You're, <laughs> you're an absolute absolute wrong. No. And I'm right. hardcore because I'm going to get crushed to death, and I'm going to. No, you're stupid. We, we want to die <laughs> to death. We're choosing the blaze of glory. Yeah. That's the most blaze of glory out of the two situations. And that's the most fouler thing I've ever fucking heard. Oh, you motherfuckers. Okay, I'm getting eaten by something now. Fuck. I'm stabbing in the fucking eye, though. I'll yeah. tell you that. Uh-huh. That motherfucker's going to pay a price. What a pussy. He I know. <laughs> Fucker. <laughs> Jesus, Fuck. that was way easy. We, that was a, like, it's like a four minute thing. Jesus. Anyway, okay. that's a fucking bullshit. Who put that in? Well, Do we have any idea who put that in? Who's going first? It's probably some fucking crayon eater or something. Oh. All right. Easy. <laughs> okay. I am going first. Talking about reptiles. Okay. Now, has anyone heard of Ben Rennick? No. Probably not, okay, because I'm assuming none of you are in the snake breeding game. No. Right? I, I have yet to breed a snake. You don't want to purchase a pure python or, I don't know, other snake. No, rattlesnake? 
No uh, desire at all to purchase a snake. Mountain yeah. snake. I don't know what Any snakes kind are. of snake. Honestly. Maybe a garden snake. Garden snakes are kind of cute, but they still, are actually I don't very think cute. I would okay. own one as a pet. Well, okay. It's we're just going to we're just going to assume that none of you know this story, which is perfect because I'm going to talk about it right okay. now. Okay. So, Ben Rennick, his parents Frank and Kim, they had him and his younger sibling Sam, a male. Probably Samuel I don't really know. Anyway, uh, Ben became interested in snakes very young, and eventually he would grow this into a business, right? It was a hobby turned business. He would eventually become a snake breeder. He was in the snake business. Yes, the snake business. So in the 80s, Frank and Kim, his parents, uh, they built, designed, decorated this wonderful farmhouse, and they moved into this house in the spring of 89. Now, him and his brother Sam, they love to play outside, and that's actually where Ben's fascination with snakes began, right? He maybe, he maybe he met a little garden snake or something. He became obsessed. So, in September of 92, though, the Rennicks weren't home, and there was an explosion. Apparently, they built their house wrong, and there was, like, fucking gas oh, all no. over the place. It blew up. Luckily, no one was in the house, but, okay. the, but it blew up. But the snakes were in there. No, there were no snakes yet, Jessica. You're getting way ahead of yourself. Oh, I just assumed. Slow down. No. Now, there were 3,000 gallons of propane, though, in the house. Oh, my that's, God. That's what blew up. Whoa. Anyway, long story short, they decided to rebuild, right? They'd, they'd purchased this giant farm, this giant ranch land, and there was a house on it. The house is gone, but it's fine. You can just rebuild a house. And so that's what they did. Unfortunately, Kim... His mom was diagnosed with stage four breast cancer. Oh no. oh, no. Oh, no. I know. I know. And they built their new house and they built a reptile house for Ben in the backyard. And then mom, Kim, she died. Oh. It's very sad. Uh, but before she passed away, she made her son's promise that they would look after this farm and they would pass it on to their families. Nice. They both agreed and they promised to their dying mother. Okay. Now, Ben... He eventually founded Renix Reptiles. This was, apparently they have designer snakes, so maybe rare breeds or whatever. This is what he was he was into. He was selling snakes worldwide. Uh, he would attend events that promoted snakes all across the US and the globe. And he was known as like the snake breeder, okay? He knew all about snakes and he made a fuck ton of money. In 2010, Ben met a woman. Her name is Lynn Lee. So her first name Lynn, middle name Lee, but it's kind of just connected. Lynn Lee. She's not Asian though. She's very white. <laughs> so they hit it off. And a few weeks later, Ben was introducing Lynn Lee to his family, to his brother Sam and Sam's wife, Allie. They really seemed to like her. She and Ben had a lot in common. And Lynn Lee, uh, was a, she was a reasonable woman and they all loved her. She did bring in a son from a past relationship, but that was just, Slut. that just made Ben seem like an even- <laughs> What a whore. <laughs> that made Ben seem like an even greater guy. You know, he was taking care of this child. Right. Well, about a year into the relationship, Lin Lee was pregnant with their daughter and they had a baby in March of 2012. Aw. Now at this point, uh, Frank, his Ben's father, okay? His business was in deep financial troubles. He committed mail fraud. He had used up funds. He had pulled loans that he couldn't pay back. 
all to pay for his wife's medical bills. Aww. He was in incredible debt. Now, the FBI was on his case. And about 24 hours before the FBI was going to raid his his house and his property, Frank killed himself. That's right, Ben's Sorry. father. Oh no. Killed himself on the farm. Now, fortunately for Frank's children, this meant that the FBI didn't actually get to raid the property and, you know, seize assets and whatnot. So so he did it for his family, you think? He did. The assets, okay. certain assets were taken, like funds and whatnot, yeah. but the property and a bunch of other accounts were inherited down. Okay. Ben had inherited the house and the farm, and his brother Sam was given a large amount of money, okay? And they used that money to fix up the farm. Sam, his wife Allie, and their kids, they lived on the farm with Ben, Lynn Lee, and their children. So they're all just like this giant extended family all living together. And at first things were going great, um, but then like a rift started to happen um, because, you know, finances and whatnot. Sure. Between the brothers? Yes, Okay. between the brothers. So after their father died, Ben uh, concentrated on his business. Him and Lynn Lee, they got married very soon after in 2014. She started a spa business. Ben had funded this business but it really wasn't taking off. It was just hemorrhaging money, and this caused a lot of issues, ah. marital issues. Sam and his wife, Allie, they were also struggling financially. Now, Ben owned the farm, the house, all this shit. He allowed his brother to sell some furniture and items that were around the house so that they can make ends meet, you know? Right. But Lindley was like, not chill with this. Um, apparently she sent a lot of angry messages to Sam and caused a rift between the four of them. Uh Uh-oh. That's right. Now, Sam and Ben were able to repair their relationship later on, but Allie, Sam's wife, never had a solid relationship with Ben again, or his wife, Lynn Lee. So, 2017, Ben breeded just the perfect snake. It was the perfect python. Wow. And it sold for a lot of money. We're talking a multi-million dollar deal. Whoa. Wow. That's right. What a snake. Now, a snake. this was a deal that would be, would be paid in payments, right? Because if this snake wasn't as pure, then it would get sick and it would die or something. So it was made in payments. When the first payment landed into the Renix account, tragedy struck. June 8th, 2017, Lynn Lee calls 911. She reported that she found her husband, Ben, on the ground and there was blood everywhere. Sam, the brother, had taken over speaking to the dispatcher after Lynn Lee said that she ran out outside, she needed to get some air. Sam told the dispatcher that he believed that a snake had escaped and attacked Ben. And he did in fact confirm that Ben was dead. Sounds pretty fishy to me. Jessica? Kind of snaky. We're only on we're only on page one and a half. We got three. Okay. By 6 30 p.m., Missouri State Highway Patrol, kind of random, arrived at Ben's breeding facility. Not what you're used to, Justine. A snake breeding facility. I'm not used to that, no. <laughs> the police were able to rule out a snake attack pretty quickly. This was not a <laughs> this was not your average snake. Okay. And how did they know that? Well, I'm glad that you asked because snakes, when they attack, yeah. typically there's not blood pooling around the head 
and some disfigurement also to the head. Because, see, snakes don't usually use guns. Interesting. <laughs> but I do we know that? Do we know for sure that one didn't? Well, if it was a snake, it shot Ben in the back multiple times <laughs> and shot Ben in the back of the head once. Huh. Leaving that shell casings snake. around the entire scene. Wow, that does seem it's unlikely. A fucked up snake. But the snake was smart enough to take the murder weapon with him. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. horrible. We're laughing at this guy's death. <laughs> <laughs> it's horrible. Anywho, it's Sam and Lindley were both taken to the Montgomery County Sheriff's Office for questioning. I forgot to tell you at the very beginning, this all takes place in uh, their farm was in New Florence, Missouri. All okay. right. Okay. So Lindley was pretty open about their financial struggles. She said that her and Ben had issues with Sam, right? There was some some issues there. Right. She described Sam as having an in-your-face and overly dramatic personality. Not supportive at all about spas. No, a total dick. Wow. Really. Um, but during Sam's interview, he spoke about their financial issues. He admitted that he and Ben weren't as close as before, and he said that Ben was kind of an asshole and he liked to brag about his money and his business. Now, police decided to polygraph Sam and Sam passed with flying colors. They decided to test Sam and Lynn Lee for gunshot residue, not a single trace. Hmm. So things are getting a little confusing. Both were released, both probably suspects still. Now, after right after Ben's funeral, Lynn Lee isolated herself. She was so She's heartbroken. Mm -hmm. And she sent an eviction notice to Sam, Allie, and their children. Oh. Because they were living on in her house on her property. Uh, they were ordered to vacate the home and the property, and they followed the orders. Then Lynn Lee inherited the farm and the house, and she very quickly sold it. She's dirty. Yeah. Now, Sam said this is when he was convinced that Lynn Lee was the murderess. Murderess Boom. bitch. I too am convinced it was Lynn Lee. Yeah. I don't know why you would be so. Anyway, <laughs> uh, about a month after Ben's death, Lynn Lee was again interviewed by police. Uh, this time, she said that her and Ben didn't have the best relationship, and police had discovered Lynn Lee was having an affair. <gasps> She is a dirty whore. fucking whore with a man that worked at her spa. A snake what? wrangler at her, her spa. spa. <laughs> her spa. He a gave snake wrangler. He yeah. gave like hot rock massages or something. He's worse. <laughs> she was worse. the snake wrangler. Maybe he gets. Oh damn. <laughs> Maybe he gets spray tans or something. I don't know. Uh, anyway. Four months. Oh, and I forgot to mention, she also collected on a like over one million dollar life insurance policy. Of course she did. Shocking. Which she reached out to the insurance company like three days after the death. Of course she did. Which looks very bad. Yeah. So none of this is looking great for right. her. Did we ever catch a snake that shot him? You know what? <laughs> we might at the end of this page. Yes, sir. Right? So four months after Ben's murder, Lindley was polygraphed. Okay. Yeah. I thought she already had been. Nope. Oh. Sam's was polygraphed. Lynn Lee was polygraphed. And she failed. <gasps> of course she did. She is a whore. Now, since polygraph, there, though, is a shitty thing. It's correct. Polygraph is shitty. It's there was no physical evidence, 
no murder weapon, so she was released. Mm. And this case went cold for three years. Until? Until January 2020. Police received a tip from some piece of shit in Boone County Jail, Brandon Blackwell. Brandon that used to- That sounds like a fake name. Maybe it is, maybe it isn't, I don't know. Maybe he's in witness protection or something, I don't know. Brandon once dated Lindley, and he had said that their relationship started while she was still married to Ben, but it ended in 2019. Okay. Whoa. Like, she's a it's bitch. It's fine. Yeah. Now, Lindley had filed an order of protection against him, filed stalking charges. Blackwell is probably not the best guy. Right. Okay. But he did tell police that Lindley had confessed to him that she had killed Ben. She, he, he told police that Lindley had conspired with her coworker, Ashley Shaw, and another of her ex-boyfriends named Michael Humphrey. They all worked together to get rid of Ben. January, 2020, arrest warrants. This is like four days, no, two days later, arrest warrants went out for Lindley, Michael, and Ashley. After Michael was arrested, he told police that he had agreed to go to the farm with Lindley, but he didn't know that someone would be killed. He said Lindley had introduced him to someone who was interested in buying a snake, okay? While Ben wasn't looking, Lin Lee quickly tried to hand Michael a gun. Michael didn't take it, and Lin Lee and him carried on a normal conversation with Ben. But while Michael was looking in the trays, he heard several gunshots, and he saw Lin Lee with the gun. Whoa. Now, no one believed this motherfucker, okay? Yeah, that's, that sounds strange. <laughs> yeah, not a single soul believed him, okay? Lin Lee was charged with first-degree murder and armed criminal action. Michael and Ashley were also charged with first-degree murder. Now, Ashley was brought in because apparently before Ben was shot and killed, Lin Lee and Ashley tried to poison Ben. Uh, what? They, they made him a drink and they put in there Arsenic. not one, not two, but 15 Percocets. <laughs> Jeez. Okay, Ben drank it got a little sleepy. <laughs> and then he woke up the next day like nothing happened. <laughs> Hard charger. <laughs> okay. And that's when the gun was, that's when the gun came in. They realized they weren't going to be able to poison yeah. this motherfucker. He's, he's probably been, he's, he's probably been bitten by all these fucking yeah. snakes. <laughs> he's immediately. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So anyway, Ashley was then offered immunity and cooperated with the police. She said that Lin Lee had told her that Ben had sexually assaulted her and that she wanted him dead. Lindley also told her that she was afraid that Ben would get custody of the kids if she divorced him. The only way was to kill him. That's why Ashley was involved. Right. She got immunity. Ashley's off. October 2021, Michael Humphrey was tried. His lawyer said that if the charges were dropped from first degree murder to second degree, then he would reveal where the murder weapon was Wow. The smoking gun, as it were. Michael had the gun in possession this entire time. There was no conclusive DNA found on the gun, but didn't matter. Michael was sentenced to life in prison with the possibility of parole, okay. meaning he's going to get it. Right. But Lynn Lee, the murderess, her trial began December of 2021. She took the stand and she said that the shooter was Michael and the pussy jury agreed with thought her. that she was right. Oh, because no. three days into her trial, she was found guilty okay. of second degree murder and armed criminal action and was sentenced to 13 years in prison. Bullshit. Uh, 
The homie that helped her was spending life in prison and her, the constructor. That's, yes. that's bullshit. Yeah. Was given 13 years. Wow. Such right. bullshit. Mind you, I saw pictures. I saw their like mug shots and whatnot. Uh, he looks like a piece of shit. Okay. That's probably what they were <laughs> It going really on. didn't help his case yeah. that he looks the way he looks. And he probably had criminal background as well. What did yes. he look like? He looks like, imagine if I yeah. was about a hundred pounds skinnier. Okay. So like You look very like a skinny. meth addict. Yeah. yeah. Um, that's basically it. Okay. Similar to your boyfriend, just a little skinnier. No, more like him because his hair was more brown. Like his, even his beard was like, like dark. light brown. Okay. Not dark like me. Yeah. Like shit brown. <laughs> no, not like our not like our eyes. <laughs> yeah, more like a caramel. Oh, oh. Okay. Yeah, like a caramel. That's, that's a pretty color. There we go. That's my reptile story. Very good. I thought that Very was good, fun. Jacob. Very good. Wonderful. Thank you. Real quick. Thank you. I'm sorry. I have to pee again. Oh, no, it's fine. You're just dead to us and oh we'll God. just take a pause. I waited until your story was done. No, we'll just take I a pause. Waited. Yeah, we'll no, just pause. We're taking a pause. It's easy. Okay. We'll okay. just pause. That's why I waited. Okay, who's next? Oh, that's me. All right, so uh, one story that uh, applies to myself. I've never been afraid of snakes, never uh, had an issue with them. I was playing Dungeons and Dragons with a bunch of buddies, and a girl who was part of our crew uh, were at her place for a Christmas event, and she brings down this massive boa constrictor. And she... Is that like a brand of dildo? No, it's like a snake. It's a, oh, it's, it's a real snake. It's a real snake. Was it one yeah. of those pretty like gold ones? It was a gold one, but it was huge. It was like seven foot long or whatever. Mm -hmm. So she has it around her or whatever, and we're playing D and D, and you know she's it's an attention grab, but somehow it's a glass table and it's got these steel rods going out every which way, and the snake intertwines its way through it, and and after a while she realizes she goes, oh my god, my snake's gonna die. It can't be amongst the steel or some shit like that. I don't know what it was, some some horse shit. But she goes, oh my God, I gotta get it out. Well, she goes, I need help. And all the guys back out of the table. I go, you fucking pussies. I said, I'll get out there and get it. So I get out of the table and I start dislodging the snake from the thing and it starts coiling around my arm and then it goes around my waist and then it starts going around my neck and I freaked <laughs> the fuck. I was like, get this fucking thing off. I was like, ah, so anyway. Did it, get it. did it squeeze? It it, it started, I mean, it didn't kill me, clearly, but it started, in my head, it started constricting, freaked me the fuck out. She goes, no, he really loves you. I go, no, get this fucking steak off me. It can be affectionate, I've read. It, okay, <laughs> I got no affection. I got no love, whatever. You, anyway, clearly, you clearly don't understand the same love language. I don't. <laughs> and, and at that point, I realized, okay, I don't like snakes. I don't want them around me. I don't want to touch them. I don't want them to wrap around me. And so anyway, that was a quick little... A quick little thing. So that was a personal experience. So now I want to talk about Gustav. Gustav is a Nile crocodile that was uh, purported. Is it what? A Nile crocodile. Like in the Nile. The River Nile? The River Nile, yeah. He's famous. His name is Gustav, named by uh, a French hunter. Uh, his last name, I don't really know, but his first name. Fuck, what was his first name? It's in my mind. Some ass French name. I don't know. Wow, Dad. Some of our listeners are French. Sorry, sorry. Some silly French. We have name. like five French listeners. <laughs> and I, think, I think they're sturdy enough to take this. <laughs> okay, it'll come to me. Um, so anyway, we have this, this Gustave crocodile and it was purported to eat like 300 people. 
it was this massive crocodile. So they hire this hunter to hunt it down and kill it. <clears throat> and they said, if you if you see Gustav, he's going to have bullet wounds on his body. <laughs> and he's also going to have this massive scar where he ate a hippopotamus uh, on his right shoulder. And they said, that's how you know it's Gustav. So this hunter starts hunting it. And I guess he's, I don't know if he's good at hunting crocodiles or just everything. But anyway, he starts hunting it. He gets to a point where he shoots it twice with this high-powered rifle and it takes off on him. He keeps hunting it. Later on, he... I, I have questions. <laughs> okay. I don't know if you can answer them. If you don't answer them, then I can, just move I on. I can answer it. I've read everything. Why did the hippopotamus have to do with the scar? Like, what, what uh, did that... I think the hippopotamus, uh, it was a battle. And the hippopotamus's tusks ripped a huge gash into the uh, Gustav shoulder. shoulder right. I shoulder. have heard okay. that hippopotamus then are quite aggressive. Gustav somehow flipped the script and ate the hippo, or killed the hippo. He's a bad bitch, is what I'm hearing. <laughs> yeah. Now, mind just a story. This is a story. Okay. So is I don't know. We don't have verification okay. of any of this. Okay. We don't have video evidence, but it's just this is what. But the from what we know, we know that the Frenchman. Shot Gustav twice. Shot Gustav twice at very close range, and Gustav took it back off into the Nile. Okay. So this French individual starts, uh, this hunter gets really into killing Gustav. Gustav. And he's, it, it was not Gustav, it was just this big crocodile fucking shit up and eating people. So this hunter gets to a point where he gets Gustav like point blank range it's right there he sees the scar he sees the bullet wounds and he's about to do the headshot and he can't do it what he said gustav was so beautiful this prehistoric beast should not be killed it should be captured and shown on display is what he his mind so now he's he's watching gustav and everything he does he follows him up he realizes gustav disappears for a while and goes up to a lake uh, not too far off, and he goes there to mate, and the killings pretty much stop for the humans. Now, a lot of the fishermen say that Gustav would take his tail, and and it was this massive tail, and he would, you know, slash it or whatever in the water, and it would knock them off their canoes into the water, and he would eat them, or it would flood the canoe and sink it, and they would eat them. So it was a tactic that Gustav would do. Um, this Frenchman. Perosh, I don't know his name. I'll, I'll figure it out later. Um, <clears throat> sees Gustav and says he's at least 20 feet long. That's his estimation. Fuck. And one ton, 2,000 pounds. Lord. He's massive. So he continues to try to find this thing, blah, 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 blah. He goes this way and that and gets to a point where he just can't, everything he's done, he can't capture Gustav, but he won't kill it. And I, apparently he's the only hunter like in the world who could kill Gustav and he decides not to do it and just disappears in the thing. Now, we had someone do a, a thing. So Gustav's um, big reveal was 2004 and they said he was over 100 years old. He killed 300 people. He was 2,000 pounds. He was 20 feet long, blah, 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 blah. And he was supposed to be the biggest crocodile, now crocodile ever. Well, in early or late 1800s, there was a crocodile that was measured from the Nile at 25 feet long. Ugh, gross. So, so there, so Gustav's largeness is in dispute. Um, now, Gustav, though, we have tribe tribal people that have said there was one guy who had a boat who was the boat was 21 feet long, 
And he said Gustav was five feet longer than the boat. So 26 feet. Another guy had a 25 foot canoe and said Gustav was six feet longer than his boat. So he's saying 30 feet. There's no verification. The hunter said he thinks he was 20 feet long. We don't know. And they, they, there's a thing that's been around in, in Australia and different places where people start dying and they say it's one crocodile that the crocodile has, you know, whatever. But the crocodiles are basically, if they have, uh, got into humans it's because humans are easy prey. And that's what a crocodile is about. It's easy prey. They don't want to fight for so Gustav was finally seen again in 2015. Oh, shit. Okay. So they thought he had died because there was no more Gustav incidents. They saw the scarred shoulder, the bullet, and he has now massive bullet wounds in his hide. Still going. Then he disappeared again. Then in 2019, he reappeared. And the last known sighting of Gustav, they, they said now there's a big report saying that Gustav is finally dead. It was 2020. They have a massive crocodile that was 22 feet long, 2,300 pounds that they actually caught, and it's dead. And that uh, had the massive scar on the shoulder. They believe it's Gustav. And uh, and he's no longer killing people in the Nile or whatever. He's an old man now. He's an he's, old man now. I've, well, he's dead, I thought. He is dead. Well, they did not 100% confirmed. They just suspected. I'm sorry. That was 2019 that they said he is dead. Okay. Okay. And then they in 2020, in 2020, someone said they saw Gustav again. Oh. We don't know if it's still the same crocodile or whatever. How long they, did they live? Do you know that? So I know. So there's a belief that. So I did a research on all this things. So there, I found out that crocodiles are more aggressive than alligators. Alligators are super shy. I also found out that uh, it is not how long they live, is how far they, how big they grow. I thought as long, you know, they keep growing until That's they die. That's what I thought, That's what I thought too. So I went deep, 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 deep. And the thing is with crocodiles, it is how much sun they can get. The, so the, uh, we call that UV, not just, just like your, the, the, the sun exposure, not atmosphere, but <laughs> the, Whatever the bullshit, sun and vegetation and whatever. Vitamin D. Sure. All that bullshit. It's that it's availability of prey and it's a, and it's the, and it's being alone. It's being the big boy in an area and you don't have a lot of competition. If you're that crocodile, you're going to get fucking huge. It's the perfect storm for muscle development. And they say, if you see those large crocodiles, it's not because they're older. And they say the way you can tell crocodiles age is by their teeth. So if a crocodile gets over 60 plus years old, their teeth are going to start going away. If they're 100 years old, they're not going to have very many teeth. And eventually they're not going to be able to eat. What'd you just say? I said, that's kind of cute. Yeah, it's, it's, the fact <laughs> that they starve to death as they age is so cute. <laughs> I mean, they're gumming prey. The they're, ah, bah, bah. Yeah. Now, mind you, they're still drowning their prey and swallowing it. But, you that's know. cute though. Yeah, that's, I don't I know. I don't so. Get that. so if you see a massive crocodile, it's because he doesn't have a lot of competition. And there's massive prey around, and that's pretty much the gist of it. Wow. So that's Gustav. So a lot of people think Gustav killed 300 people. The, so I found out where that came from. This guy, fuck, I can't remember his name. This French hunter knows he killed X amount of people in a year. He has proof. Like he fa- he saw Gustav in this area. That guy died. He's saying, okay. And he said, okay, if Gustav has lived this long, 
He's killed at least 300 people by this time. That's where the number 300 came. Mm-hmm. Uh, they really think there has been, there has been over 300 human deaths by crocodiles in that Nile River at that, in that location. But they don't know it was all goose. But they don't know it's all goose. Right. And so that later came to fruition when another crocodile guy came in and said, hey, I did a study. And he's saying there's are crocodiles that will humans because humans are easy prey. And that's the gist of it. So wow. Gustav, so what I'm hearing is that Jean Valjean is yeah, a, bougie, bougie, yeah. a pretty shitty hunter. Who oh, couldn't, couldn't bring down Gustav. Side note on him, they were trying to get uh, more information on him because he is the expert on Gustav. He wanted to trink him, or not trink him, uh, shoot him with a uh, a dark tracker. Da- tracker. So it could to get where he is so he could warn people, hey, Gustav's in your area, stay out of the water type thing. He apparently uh, was convicted of some horribly violent rapes oh. in that <gasps> area that he was hunting in, and now he's in prison. Wow. So. So I don't know how good Pierre Mochon Fauchou is. Oh my goodness. Voulez-vous coucou Mochon? Pierre Croissant lover. I don't know how. Jacques Cousteau is sitting in prison. Jacques Cousteau was my idol for a long time when I was young. But anyway. Makes sense. Yeah. So we don't know. So (laughs) Gustav is supposed to be dead. They had a crocodile with the scar, with bullet holes, the whole nine yards, 21 feet, 22 feet long, 23 feet long. And now people keep saying they see Gustav. And I don't know if it's just replay the legend, whatever it right. is. But but that's it. That's my story. Gustav and uh, and I'm afraid of snakes now. So there yeah. we go. Nice. I Thank will you, say I never I never had a drastic fear of snakes until this episode when I started researching stories. It's horrible. It's Oh, it's terrifying. Dude, I read some so, I read some terrible things about snakes. <laughs> I was suggesting some things to her and I was like, you know, I wonder, I did wonder if I would do notes on how many people die per year. Like how common is it for people to die from anaconda or python? Like how often does it actually happen? And I was like, and the reason I wanted to look that up or thought about it is because I had um a substitute teacher in school at one point who was from Vietnam, I'm pretty sure. And they have a lot of um, really big fucking snakes there. Oh, and he do. told a story about how he had a four-year-old brother who got swallowed whole while he was sleeping. What the fuck? Like snuck into their room and ate the four-year-old child. Yeah. Yeah, that's not cool on any level. See, that's why I know, right? Like every day I have like 90% confirmation, but like all this extra information just makes it 100%. I was born to live in the first world. Oh, for sure. I, <laughs> I could not be. I, don't think. I, I couldn't exist anywhere else. <laughs> Survival of the fittest. God knew what he was doing. Yeah. <laughs> I, I would be the boy. I'd be the four-year-old being eaten, <laughs> swallowed whole. Like, there's no way. There's no way. I'm glad you um, took your turn before I went. Um, but I've got a couple stories I'd like to share. Well, this you can share them. We'll work. You can share them after the break. Are we taking a break? Yeah, we have a break. Okay, thank God. We're going to take a break right now, everybody. And we'll see you in a second. Hey, Justine. Yeah. Do you remember on our last day of high school, it was my last day of sophomore year, your last day of freshman year. Okay. And we were getting picked up by dad. In the Jeep, and then we were going to go, like, visit Jess and 
Grand Palms, mm-hmm. you know, see our pregnant sister, see right. how she's doing. Bitch. Slut. Fuck. And then, you know, dad was all like, oh, let me see your report cards. Yeah. Or whatever. Yeah. And he looked at them and just kind of lost it. You remember that? Fucking I do. shit. I do I remember that, yeah. Remember? And he, he completely lost his shit. Yeah. You know? You told me that I was stupid. But my only my only A was in weight training. So you were like, "Oh, you're stupid, but you're strong. So you're perfect for the Marine Corps." That's what yeah, you said. Yeah, and he he like like pulled the jeep over and was telling us that you know we're the scum of the earth, basically. Yeah. And then he banished us to the he desert. Did. He did. Yeah. Do you remember that we had to live with that fucking piece of shit horse? Who was it? God, the stupid fucking horse. What the hell? All she wanted was like, oh, I want little Caesars with. Pineapple on it. Oh, I want to go to um, the carousel and I want to dip my fucking um, cinnamon roll in butter. It was really good. You didn't love the carousel? I did. You love both the, love the carousel. I love the carousel, but I didn't dip my cinnamon rolls in butter. <laughs> it came with it. Carousel was on its last legs yeah. when we it were there. It was so good. I re- I loved it. I loved Carousel. Carousel Cafe. Can't find that anymore. Yep. I, I know because I've asked Marines that are stationed in Twinning Palms, go off base, go to Carousel, and they have no idea what I'm talking about. Because it doesn't exist. It doesn't it's exist not there. Anymore. Yeah. Sadly. No, they There's go off base sad. and they go to Sonic. Don't they go they? to Deja Vu. Uh. Oh, <laughs> the nightclub? Twinning Palms? The nightclub? The night- gross-ass nightclub? The nightclub behind a barbershop. With the tweaker, tweaker fucking strippers. Or well, I don't know. I, I never went inside. Did you? Yeah, he did. I dated. Surpri- I wish girls. I could say that we're surprising. It's not, though. Remember when- Dad, remember you hooked when- up with a desert yeti? Yep. She's a former Marine, too. She was crazy. <laughs> Dad went to that gym and while during our banishment and he bought us all memberships because he thought that we would walk to the gym. Yeah. <laughs> Lazy fucks. Stupid. Yeah. <laughs> it was like a mile away. It was fucking right down the street. It was- Also had a gym for us in Twenty Nine Palms. Yeah, but I would take gym. you there. Yeah. yeah, it was. I remember far away. both of them. I got wrecked in both, so I remember <laughs> very clearly. I don't think I ever went. I did because I went at least once. Be a Marine, and Dad was like, "Oh, well, I'm gonna fucking train you," and he did. And then Terry did the same thing. And I remember one day with Terry in the the gym close by our apartment behind Burroughs. The Verdugo, right? Yeah. Yes. He. Uh, we go there. It's me, Jess, and Terry. And we're doing leg day. And me and Jess are both very competitive. So we're <laughs> kind of competing against each other. Who can lift more? Who can do more reps? Who, you know, that kind of stuff. Right. And my legs gave out under me at the gym. They gave out. I, I collapsed on the floor. <laughs> and I'm trying to lift myself up, but my legs keep collapsing. They can't support my weight. So I keep, I'm just a blob on the floor. And Terry comes up and he lifts me up. And then when we go to leave the gym, we, there was a curb to cross the street. And so I hop off the curb and just that little step, my Boom. legs gave out. And I'm again on the floor and Terry had to pick me up. 
Yeah. That's so. a good leg day. <laughs> yeah. I was in Malaysia and we had to eat raw fish as survival. And I'm and I'm with my buddy and I'm like, this is fucking disgusting. Who pays money to eat this shit? It's fucking disgusting, right? And then I meet this tall blonde. It's always a on. woman that change, changes oh, your mind true. on things. It's true. And she said, we went on one date. And the second date, she goes, she talked about sushi. I was like, yeah, I'm good. I don't eat that. She goes, well, if you want to get with this, and she was six foot blonde. She goes, you want to get with this? You got to eat sushi. I go, let's go. I'll eat the shit out of some surprising, sushi. and but then I loved it. I realized I loved it. Yeah, you're like, I'll eat your raw fish, baby. Yeah. I'll, I'll, oh God. Yeah. So I almost talked about tonight, mm-hmm. but I didn't. The serpent. I brought this up earlier. Oh right. The serpent. Yeah. Charles Sobrage. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you don't know anything about it, I don't. Perfect. Watch the Netflix series. Okay. It's not a documentary. It is a dramatization. Okay. Of Charles Sobrage and his in endeavors. Mm-hmm. But the serpent. Can you not play okay. your porn while we're recording a podcast? Have to watch porn with all three of your kids. Do you in the have room? no self control? It's yoga. Put your ass yeah. cheeks to the side. <laughs> Spread them now, up hard and bend over. We're going to go downward facing dog. <laughs> oh, I'm trying to get the serpent. It's going to hurt, but you just breathe through it. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I read this fucking like propaganda shit on my phone that was like, you know, like, you know, like, your Instagram will like, do you like explore page? We'll have like your recommended shit. Mm-hmm. One of them I saw, it was like information. I was like, Oh, what's that? And I click it. And it was like, how deep throating can be meditation. <laughs> That's how I see it. And it was like, talk, nothing relaxes me. It more. was, it was like, talk to your, <laughs> talk to your partner about how deep throating could be meditative in, in its qualities. And it was saying like what positions to go in and what breathing techniques to do. In those positions. Sometimes you can't breathe through your nose, though, is the problem. Sometimes it's so... Covers up your little nose holes back there. Yeah, you can't breathe at all. That's not what my Instagram explore page is. Have you ever (laughs) throated a cock, Jacob? I I, I don't think you have. I think we would know. I think me and Jessica would be the experts. Unless you do have some experience to share. We'd love to hear it. Have you deep-throated a crock? A crock. Okay. No, I've I've (laughs) never... I've never been with a croc. <laughs> They're very sexy, though. Have you deep-throated a cock? You almost said it again. I know. <laughs> it goes throat. Have you done it? Um, probably seven to ten times. <laughs> different like cocks or the oh, same cock? No, different. The same one doesn't count. Right. Are you scrolling through Instagram while we're recording a podcast? You're so unprofessional. We're literally sitting here recording a break, and Jessica hasn't said a word because she's been scrolling through her social media thinking that she's all that. And you're not tell you all what, that. She's not. You're not all that, Jessica. Well, at least tell us what you're looking at. Fuck. It's not even anything good. 
<laughs> you got to read that to the people. It's a man holding a rag over another man's face. And he says, does that smell like chloroform? The guy says, no, it smells like cum. And the attacker says, oh, sorry, wrong rag. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that one's funny. Okay, fine. Prepare yourself That's mentally. Good. Jesus. Did you even get anything in your mouth? No, I missed. But I like it on my face. <laughs> it's good for hey. the skin, I've heard. Quiet, quiet. Oh. You both have to be silent. Okay. Can you both be unsilent real quick? Perfect. Shut the fuck up. Reptile. Gosh. <laughs> Reptiles. I mean, you know, you got Reptile from like Mortal Kombat. That's true. Know? He That was his name. Yeah. And he, I believe, also had scales. He did. He was a straight up like reptilian man. Right. The Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, they were reptiles. They're reptiles. Why did they have a rat for like a father? I don't know. It's the only one who would love them. It's insane. Some crocodiles live in salt water. Do they? I never really knew that. Yeah, they live in salt water. And, you know, when you're salty, you know, there's another meaning for it. Like you're kinda upset. Like upset. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of, kind of petty. Like you're angry. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know what makes me salty? What? Sponsors who have products that are no good. Oh. Bad quality. Those are the most disgusting Poor delivery sponsors. time. You know who would never provide anything that would make me salty? Who? Our sponsors. That's right. Tilted Tinker, Woodcraft, and Wizardry. We'd like to thank Tilted Tinker, Woodcraft, and Wizardry. They are a company that makes Woodcraft products. Like plaques with all sorts of hilarious sayings and coasters with sarcastic twists. All of that dry humor is mixed in with Dungeons and Dragons accessories like dice towers, dice dungeons, and DM screens. Everything is made here in the USA. Yes, a family-owned business. They use American wood in American hands. Nice. (laughs) They personally create all of their merchandise. Yes, they are close friends of ours, but that's the most that we'll say. It could be anyone, but they're fantastic. They are. They are fantastic, and it really could be anyone at all. We own many of their products. That's true. All of them are of great quality. The greatest. You can visit their website at TiltedTinker.com. Reach out to them at info at TiltedTinker.com. They are Tilted Tinker on all their social medias. That's Tilted, T-I-N-K-E-R. You should go and buy something from their website because they're awesome. And they love us, just like we love you. And we're back from the break. Phew. That's right. And now it's time to spin the second wheel. Father, do you think you got it in you? I'm on it. Are your hands firm? Power spin. It was powerful. It wasn't as strong as your scenes. It was a good one. (laughs) All right. What is your most inhuman quality? What quality do you have that you think most humans do not have? So it's kind of weird, you know, that you would have it mm-hmm. or something. Right. <laughs> I am very double-jointed. I'm very double-jointed. <laughs> is, very, is very double-jointed more than regular It's more than the average double-jointed, okay. for sure. Um, I can do this one. Oh, it popped. It did. It wasn't it happy didn't with that. Hurt, though. Show nasty. this camera. Maybe my most inhuman quality is that um, 
I'm the last person to get chilly lately. I've, it's a new development with You're my. Yeah. I think mine is my sex drive. Interesting. Age. Interesting. Okay, same. Yeah, yes. no, actually, I didn't know we could say that. I'll say that. Yeah. It's not shocking well, for my age. We're all fowlers, so that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, no, Terry's exhausted. But for your ages, it would be more logical. Mm-hmm. For a 51-year-old man, it's not logical. So you don't need a right. pill is what you're saying? No. We're about to get, we're about to get real personal. You. Luckily, Danny doesn't listen to the podcast. Thank okay. God. Sorry for all of Danny's family who does. You know who you are. But when I will it so, and it, it takes it takes thought and it takes like physical like discipline. It, it is it is a, to do it. And yes. Then you do it. Okay. It's a conscious effort. I it it is it is a force. Okay. I can make my penis head and shaft grow on the spot at will. At will. That's impressive, Danny. You're a lucky girl. Mazel tov. <laughs> yep. <laughs> I can't, I can't hold it forever, you know? But you can. Once I, <laughs> once I, once I decide that it's happening and I do it, Danny's got like 60 seconds to, to do what she wants. Yeah, right. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like back when I was on like the, the dating app days. Mm-hmm. Oh, all of my photos were that way. What? You know what, what I mean? Way? You would be flaccid and then bam. No, not flaccid. I'd have to be hard. And then I would make it grow like twice the size that it should be. It like hulked out. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So does that mean you can also will it to go back down? It's not a will. It's can you a, get it it's to an, go back up a, inside your body? It's, it's inevitable. <laughs> can you get it to go like back up inside your body? Like a no. vagina? No, like I can't water. do that. Cold water can help. Okay. I can't do that. Okay. Well, that's just That would be pretty neat though, you know? Would have been much more impressive. I I didn't say that it was the most impressive thing in the world, Jessica. It's just inhuman. Can we talk about balls for a second? I just feel like they're such an interesting appendage. They just look so interesting. And sometimes I like to just cup them as we're on the couch watching television. How is that inhuman? It's not inhuman. I'm talking into the mic. You're talking into into the mic and then you're turning away from it. That's true. Eyeball people. So, so look, if you're like, going to turn your head, just make sure you stay close to it is all. Sorry, I'm not a professional. Pretends like, like a guys. penis. I mean, I know you okay. are in front of penis. No, that makes more sense. Often, That'll so. stick. That'll stick. <laughs> Simon Cowell is judging you with huh? this penis in front of your face. <laughs> Fuck, Simon. <laughs> you know his nipples are Let hard. Let me go to Hollywood. <laughs> <laughs> I'll do anything. <laughs> Oh, but to Simon? Yeah. You know, Susan, you know, that was a joke. You know, Susan Boyle did anything. Aw. But if he keeps his eyes closed, it's fine. She wasn't a pretty lady, but I'm sure she could do magic. It's all the same in the dark. You know what I mean? That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm trying to get at. But it truly is not. Um, Are we ready? Yeah. For story time? Yes. In the reptilian story time, it is Justine's turn. Right, so it's my turn. I've got two stories. Um, The first one I'm going to start with is the lizard man. So he's essentially the Sasquatch of South Carolina. He's kind of like lore, but they're like half the population believes that he exists. Half believe he's lore. You know what I mean? So it started 1988, right? You're a 17-year-old boy. You're driving home from work late at night, and you get a flat tire. Oh, no. I would hate that. Right. So he pulls over, he's changing his flat tire, 
and he gets, he sees off in the distance, he feels eyes on him, right? So he looks up and he sees glowing red eyes and a giant massive muscular body and it starts running at him. He freaks out, he gets into the car and uh, the this lizard man um, chases him into the car and it, right when he gets in, he locks it. But the lizard man starts grabbing at the door, grabbing the door handles. Don't, did he do that yeah, to it? He, Really? What did, his, what did his fingers do to the door? Uh, oh my god! <laughs> did he spit? Did he spit in his hand he, before he grabbed the door handle? Yeah, because he's trying to make it more um, comfortable for the door handle. Oh, <laughs> right. So he grabs it, and it, it's not opening because it's locked. Mm-hmm. So the seventy-year-old boy starts to drive away. The seventy-year-old boy starts to drive away, and uh, he, the lizard man, jumps on top of the car. Yeah, and he sees. This lizard man, he explained it as three giant claws that he has. He doesn't have five fingers on each hand. It's just three with giant. I appreciate claws. the illustration. Right. Thank you. Right. And so he's gripping the windshield, trying to hang on to the top of the car. And, right. and the 17 year old boy is swerving across the street to try to get him off the top of the off, off the top of the car. Yeah. Um, it it eventually works. He eventually gets him off and uh-huh. he drives home and, and he's fine. But He got he, the lizard man off. He did, yeah. But then he gets home and he wakes up his parents and he's like, yo, you wouldn't fucking believe this. This lizard man attacks me. And they didn't believe him. But then he was like, <laughs> look at the car. Look at the car. And there was three like claw marks, but it was in threes. So there was ah. two sets, two sets of three claw marks across the top of the, mm-hmm. of the, the roof of the car. And his mirror was broke off. And the, the way that he explained what had happened, um, it checked out with the, the damage that was done to the car. Is it possible he wrecked and then took like gardening tools across the roof of the car to make it look like he was- Can, I, I, think can awesome. I finish my story? Oh, sorry. Oh, thanks. Um, or some <laughs> some crazy homeless man <laughs> charged him with those little hooks like the hash slinging slasher. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that was the first account of the lizard man. But they did call the cops and they made a police report because the damage to the car was, you know, significant. Right. So they did a police report. They took documentation of it. And then after that first report, several other reports came in. The next was of four teenage couples that were driving through South Carolina by the specific swamp where Mm -hmm. the first attack happened. They were also attacked. They claimed that they saw a large being with glowing red eyes and claws, three large claws charging at them and uh, tried to open their car doors, but it was locked. So they sped off and this and that. Um, they've also found a lot of footprints that are the three, like a, like almost like a human footprint, but picture three large toes, toes with claws. And that's what they saw. So kind of like, kind of like when a T-Rex leaves a footprint, but smaller, um, like a lizard, like a lizard footprint is what they saw. Like a large lizard man footprint. Like a raptor. Um, but like a lizard man. Lizard. Like a lizard humanoid. Like, like if a pterodactyl were to land. Mm, but like more like a lizard? Dinosaurs are lizards. Those are lizards. Right, but mm, more like what you would think are lizards, are modern day lizards, but like as a man. Like a half, half. Just imagine uh, a lizard was a man. So right. like someone had sex with a lizard and produced this half man, perhaps, half lizard Perhaps, being. because somebody did collect, um, take a picture of this thing. And I did look at the picture it looks fake as fuck. It looks like um, the same Bigfoot pictures that we have where it's obviously like a man in a suit just kind of fucking strutting through the mm-hmm. woods. Yeah, That's what it looks like. So I don't believe that that was real. But the thing is, 
So half the people believe it because there were so many accounts of it. It wasn't just those two. Several people claimed to have saw it. Several people had their cars attacked and have the police reports to prove it. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was also a very small town in South Carolina. Bishopsville is what it was called. And it was a very small town. And this was the first time that Bishops Bishopsville was ever in the news kind of being talked about. And it was because of this lizard, lizard man. So it is theorized that they were just kind of making it up and playing along with it. That way they could get their little town on the map. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, they've got pictures. They've got the footprints. They've got several different accounts of it. Um, yeah. So kind of same thing as Sasquatch. Believe it or don't. That's kind of it's like their lore out there. Even the cops, though, said that, hey, the stories sound a little bit ridiculous, but the evidence is a little bit damning just based off of all of the different vehicles that have been attacked, you know? Yeah. And there's always claw marks in it. Like the lizard man's trying to kind of break into the car and, mm-hmm. and get to them. So there's that second story I have is a, um, so it was this woman. Um, she loves reptiles. She's always had a fascination with them. She gets a Python as a pet. She also has a very young son. Um, she's a, she's a, oh my god! This is gonna go dark. <laughs> right. So she's a single mother, and she's raising this um, boy in Python. Right. He's like maybe six years old, I believe. The Dean's story age, my youngest son. Yeah. And um, she loves reptiles, mm-hmm. so she decides to get a python. She keeps it. Um, she has it as her pet. She keeps it in a tank in her living room. However, the python had a habit of somehow breaking out of the tank and getting out, but he had never shown any aggressive signs. She didn't have any fear for herself. She didn't have any fear for her son at all because the the snake had never been aggressive with her or the son before. Um, So (laughs) then, um, I mean, she feeds him a healthy diet. Everything's great. And then after a while, she notices that the, the python stops eating. And she's like, oh, my God, he hasn't eaten in days, maybe like four or five days at this point. She calls her local vet and she's like, is this normal for a python to just stop eating their food and start starving themselves? And she goes, well, you know, I'm not going to make any assumptions about your pet. However, pythons in the wild, when they stop eating for days at a time, it's because they're preparing for a large meal and they want to make room for that meal. So they don't eat for days and they're preparing to eat something large. And she goes, okay, well, you know, that's weird, but he's never been aggressive with me or my son. She wasn't worried about it. Okay. So she continues to let him out of the cage. Yeah. And her son will even go, he'll take the python into the backyard, like the garden area. And her little six-year-old son will play with this python. And she never thought anything about it. Everything's cool. Um, Then... One night, um, she usually they sleep with the python in the cage. But like I mentioned, the python has a habit of breaking out of that cage. And yeah. they don't know how they were do- how he, he, she, I don't know. I think it was a she. I don't know. I'm sure the python doesn't mind. Right. <laughs> Miss Jennifer. Did you ask the python? <laughs> so she goes to sleep and she wakes up in the middle of the night and the, the python is in the bed with her. But the python is all the way elongated, like rigid, straight. Not curved at all. It's rigid and straight. And she thought that was weird. So she called calls the vet again. Actually, no, she didn't call the vet just yet. She saw that that one night. And then the next morning, her son takes the python out into the backyard, 
and the son is playing with the python. She's washing dishes and there's a little window in front. Uh And so she's watching the son and the python play as she's washing her dishes. And she looks up and she sees the python laying next to her son in the same way, completely straight, completely, completely rigid. And so she calls the vet again and she's like, hey, my python still hasn't eaten in over a week now. Um, He's doing this weird thing where he's getting all the way straight and he's super rigid and he's not moving at all. Like, you know, he's not coiled. He's just a straight line. And the vet goes, get rid of that python right now. That python needs to be put down. And she goes, why? What does that mean? Apparently, when pythons... So not only do they starve themselves before a big meal, yeah. but at, when they go straight and rigid that way, they're sizing up their meal. To see they, if they can fit you inside their body. Yes. So it tried her first. Yes. And she was too big, so it lost interest. But the little six-year-old son, they're outside in the backyard playing, and he's sizing him up. And she, as she's doing dishes, she calls the vet, and she you know, leaves the dishes, leaves the kitchen area, so she's not watching the son. She's talking to the vet. And the vet goes, you need to get rid of that python. You need to put him down. He's trying to size you up. He's trying to size your son up. Get him out of there. She didn't want to believe it because this was her beloved pet. She loved him. Yeah. And she looks into the backyard and she sees the python swallowing her child. (gasps) She sees his legs sticking out of the python. Oh, my God. Gosh. So he's already he's already dead. He's already suffocated. Oh, yeah. She oh did, and she missed all of that. She didn't gosh. see him get coiled up. She didn't, yeah, he, she just sees the legs going into this python. Her oh beloved my. pet eating her child. Yeah. Oh, oh my, my God. God. That's Jesus Christ. Christ. Way yeah. to fucking be a party. Horrific. I thought it was an interesting story. Oh no, it's so interesting. Uh-huh. I'm sure everyone will agree. Okay. Terrible. It's really interesting. Oh I just thought it was good. I've never heard anything like that. <laughs> That no, but like that was a good that was a good find. Thank you. Thank and you. And a warning to you all, Python lovers, those of you who are listening to this podcast. It gets erect. There, there was another little Watch story out. that I read. It's a little short, so I'll just kind of spit it out. But it was a dude that was super familiar with reptiles. He had like how like fifteen tarantulas that he owned, like twelve snakes that he owned. One of them was a python. The python was named Tiny. He loved this python. He had it for years. And he lived with his mom, shocker. And the mom, (laughs) (laughs) the mom one time she's making dinner and she hears a big commotion in the son's room. So she goes in there, the son's dead. The python is gone. And the son's not eaten. He's a grown man. He's just laying dead on the floor and she doesn't understand what happened. It strangled him and then escaped? They did an autopsy and the autopsy reports, it, 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 um, the autopsy suggested that he died of asphyxiation. So the, the coil. Yep. And the thing is, he was so trained with it. Like, apparently, if you get coiled with the snake, you can uncoil starting from the tail. You just start, you grab the tail, you start um, unraveling yourself. And apparently that works with most snakes. And he knew that. But the autopsy, the, the person that did the ops, autopsy um, suggested that because he was so close to the snake, based off of all the evidence, the snake had never been aggressive with him. The snake was even protective of him against the mother and this and that. And they came to the theory, it's not proven because nobody saw what happened, but they were like, What's, what probably happened is that the snake tried to coil around him in an affectionate way, in a I love you so much type of way. And it just got a little too strong. He had cracked ribs. <gasps> he had cracked ribs. He had um, marks around his neck and all these different things. 
And it, it, they believed that Tiny, the uh, python, had wrapped around him as like, oh my God, I just love you so much and fucking crushed him to death and then escaped. Wow. You know, I read about that, like the same similar thing of mice of, of mice and men, right? <laughs> Lenny. Lenny. Yeah. Lenny just, he just loved people so much. That's how Tiny the python was. She just loved him so much. Before we move on, you're talking about snake facts. Yeah. And I read one that was really interesting. That was king cobras, mm-hmm. right? Are like 12 to 18 feet long. And what's creepy about them, not only are they like super venomous and can like slaughter you, but they can also stand at about, oh, a, th- about, a, at about a third of their height. So if it is 18 feet long, a third of their height would be six feet. So you just see a six foot tall snake looking at you over the high grass and you're like, Oh, what's that? And then you see it and you're dead. You're going to be dead. If you're not dead right now, it's because you are going to be. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I've never been more fearful of snakes until this was the title of the episode. And I started researching snake stories and now I'm absolutely terrified (laughs) of giant snakes at least because they're just no joke. And they're unpredictable. That's what they said about Tiny. Even the dude, Daniel, was the guy that owned Tiny. Yeah. He even said, like, yeah, she's she's so loving and she's so affectionate, but she's unpredictable. And as, he, as she was smaller, he would let her coil around his neck in an affectionate manner. But if she started to squeeze too tight, he would unravel her. And then when she got too big, he would stop letting her, you know, yeah. coil around his neck. But, um... Yeah, and he, but he still said she was unpredictable. If she was feeling a certain type of way, she might do things, and not in an aggressive manner, at least according to him. I think it might have been aggressive, and he was maybe in denial because he loved his python tiny. You know what I mean? Yeah. But, yeah, inevitably. Terrible. Well, Fuck that. Why are you going to have a pet snake? <laughs> Fuck that a shit. python? Get a garden snake. They're small and cute. Right? A python are not small and cute. Fuck that shit. All right. Well, Jessica. Yes. You're wrapping up. Yeah, that's true. It's, you're the you're the last one. It's my turn. You're Is the there, closer. Do you think you could reach the iPad that's down there? Can you reach the iPad, Justine? Um, hey, you Justine. You can't Justine. Hey, Justine. Hey, Justine. Do you think you can reach no. the iPad down there? She did it. There you go. She did it. Okay, motherfucker. We talk about so many things. We can just memorize something. All right. Okay. So what I decided to talk about was lizard people. <laughs> yes. Okay. Reptilian aliens, right? I could name people, but I'm not going to because others may be offended. Right. There's no need to name names. We have before. <laughs> and we paid the price. We did. You we were paid. shadow banned for two years. <laughs> <laughs> well, lizard people and reptilians, what are they? I'm going to answer many questions for you tonight. And Perfect. we're going to start with that one. Reptilians are a supposed alien species that came to Earth during the time of the ancient Sumerians. That's a long time ago. In fact, much of what we know about them is documented through Sumerian writings. What we do know, as a fact, is that at some point during the Sumerian reign, the Anuna, which translates to gods, came from the sky and settled on the Earth. I bet you didn't know this, Dad. The Anunnaki. I know it all. Okay, well, stand by. That sounds like a sushi, right? (laughs) (laughs) It does, actually. It does, but I've also heard of the Anunnaki in that regard. So these gods were then referred to as Anunnaki, gods who live on Earth. 
Very good. Many people associate the reptilians with the strange arrival of the Anuna because of the sudden emergence of reptile worship after the Anunnaki were settled. Now that you all know that, we can answer a different question. Where do they come from? Space. Space. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) But there are two theories, actually. One of them says no, they did not come from space. That they evolved on Earth millions of years ago until they decided they were just going to venture into space for exploration purposes. Oh, so they're just exceptionally more advanced than humans will ever be. Yeah, and they reappeared simply to return to Earth because it was their original home. Okay. Yeah. I can see that. Now, of course, others do believe that they came from space, specifically the Draco constellation. Draco Malfoy? (sighs) Maybe? No. Um, And then they traveled throughout the galaxy before they discovered Earth. They then assimilated into Earth's government and helped to propel the ancient world into an age of enlightenment. I feel like we we went we like jumped over something because I was I said Draco Malfoy. Right. What I should have said was how how did we know they came from Draco? I don't understand. (laughs) We we know that they came from a certain constellation. Yes, that's fact. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Okay. Okay. Now that you're on board. Thank you for Um, for clarifying. Yeah, no problem. Some of these reptilians bred with humans and created crossbreed offspring that are supposedly responsible for feats such as the ancient pyramids in Egypt. Ever heard of them? Oh, a time or two of them. They're probably there because of reptiles. Okay. Listen, I, I might have believed that more had the rest of this not been so wild, you know? I don't understand. Like the pyramids are older than Cleopatra. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And Cleopatra so is vastly older than anything else in this world. Right. But not in this galaxy. <laughs> not in this star system. True. Right. Keep preaching the truth, girl. Thank you. What do they want? Slavery. Newsflash. They, <laughs> they have already achieved it. <gasps> Oh, now I now I've got you. So, <laughs> according to some theorists, the or experts, whatever you'd like to call them, the Anunnaki accomplished this by genetically modifying the DNA of primates, aka us, oh, in order to make us more suitable servants. Oh, I know. Makes sense. You know, I'm not actually, here to tell the easy truths. I'm not going to lie to you. That actually does make sense. Yeah, makes sense. Right. Monkeys can follow orders to a certain extent, but humans can follow orders to a great extent. And to an ex, a, yeah, we're a crazy really, extent. We're super good at it. We're fantastic. We have millions of people in our military right now. <laughs> <laughs> so there is one other theory about how they achieved, you know, our slavery that we're in the middle of right now. Um, some people argue that the reptilians simply modified a segment of our DNA in order to make our forefathers submissive. Okay. Yeah. They domed our forefathers. Domed. God damn it. Yeah. <laughs> it's not shocking. I've heard uh, Benjamin Franklin was quite the deviant. How can we identify them? You know? Yes. How do I spot? Their eyes. A a lizard. If, uh, what is it? A reptilian? Reptilian. How do reptilian. I spot a reptilian? You can also say overlord, whatever you'd like. How do I spot one? I can tell you. Because one young man was concerned that he may be one. Oh. And he reached out to a community in order okay. to help him solve this problem. He said the his question, his query. 
He titled it, How Do I Know If I Am Not a Reptilian? Is There Any Signs to Identify One? He said, It seems that people with weird body features are considered reptilians. According to my observation, some people have two phalanges on their nameless toe, and some have three. I have two. What? Also, I have observed that I have very decent strength. I am slender and look very malnourished, despite being very inactive, and I am prone to gaining muscle mass. Okay. I am Humble brag, but all right. <laughs> I am taller than I am supposed to be at this age, and it really makes me differ from crowd where average people above age 18 to 20 are 5'10", 11, to 11, and I am 16 being 6'1". Oh. Uh-huh. Damning evidence. Being extremely slim makes it pop out even more. I can climb things if okay. there's anything to grab on. <laughs> what does that mean? I have very strong grip strength and some weird bone popping out of my elbow that belongs to upper part of my arm that no one in my family has that bone, so I'm not sure if I inherited it. I have relatively big eyes and can't control them. So I got comments from various people that I ogle them or something. My limbs are cold and sweaty. Maybe it's just summer? <laughs> What? <laughs> and I have very fast regeneration. Knife cut can be healed within a few hours and just disappear. Has this, he been knife? Who's this guy? He's this. not done. He says, I am flexible and can control my strength and powers. Have great muscle memory and have very good tool using skills. I am basically the black sheep of my social surroundings and have friend group of almost same people as me. What are the main signs of being a reptilian? And am I a reptilian based on my description? And that English is my like third language. Right. A helpful stranger replied, probably. But check for your eyes if there is slits or if you can change color of your eyes. Also check for thick veins. He did not specify where. Oh. I might be a reptilian. Yeah. If I had to you guess. guys, you guys got a, you got a thick cock vein? Yeah. Like right down the middle? Yeah. Like thicker bottom. than every other vein? On the bottom, yeah. Oh, mine's on the top. Yeah. That's not something I want to picture. I don't have a cock. So. I don't. <laughs> anyway, someone else, he was also concerned. Okay? In the comments. And he said, I think my grandpa from Berlin can shift his eye colors. I seen photos of him in the 70s with blue eyes, but now they're green-brown. It's very fishy. But I think as long as you have brown eyes, you're human. Which is very good news for two of us. Yes. <laughs> we are human. Also, his grandpa was a Nazi. <laughs> One other person um, who, there were no questions. He knew he wasn't human and was very accepting of it, was struggling with his newfound identity. His acceptance. Yeah. He, he struggled with the acceptance itself. Right. You know? Right. Um, and he titled his query... Orion Starseed here. I have achieved a higher consciousness than most people, and I feel selfish. I seek knowledge, and I keep researching. It drives me nuts. Am I selfish for knowing so much? I feel like I'm arrogant for obtaining a lot of knowledge. Like I know more than most people do, and they are stupid. But that's my arrogance right there. I don't even know how to even react to people. There always has to be a certain way to approach people that gives me results. I've become so lonely over the years because I like being independent. That also hurts me. Trying to approach people is like trying to solve an equation I don't know. I hate my life. Sounds like homeboy's got the tism. <laughs> <laughs> you know, 
If you were in Orion Starseed, maybe you would feel the same way. Maybe I would. Renick. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, we couldn't hear that. Schiz <laughs> or he's schizophrenic, is what I said. Possibly. Possibly. But here are the answers to those questions. This is how you identify them. Two different ways to okay. be positive. Yes. They're not consistent ways, but I'm sure one of them is 100% correct. Are you okay. ready? Yes. yes. Reptilians and their hybrid kin are usually void of empathy or at the very least have extreme difficulty trying to feel or express emotion. They will typically be unsympathetic to the troubles and suffering of those around them. They also tend to have a need for power that drives them. Reptilians are also extremely intelligent. You're fine, Dad. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> Am I a reptilian? <laughs> you have brown eyes. Yeah, shit brown. Shut up. Thank God. <laughs> uh, they have a deep thirst for knowledge that drives them, especially when it comes to space and science. Many believers also claim that reptilians are constantly working to create chaos and destruction in the world around us. This is usually accompanied by the claim that reptilians feed off negative energy and it is necessary for them to sustain their way of life. Others simply believe that reptilians crave control and will do anything to maintain their grip on society. Someone responded to this. He said, no, you're not a reptile. He was very frustrated. There seems to be a lot of people today convinced that those in power are reptilians. And there's even more, or it seems so to me, that they think they are reptilians. The signs that you are reptilian-human hybrid are as follows. One, predominance of green or hazel eyes that change color like chameleon, but also blue. Two, true red or reddish hair. Three, low pulse rate. Four, low blood pressure. Might sound like the same thing, but it's not. <laughs> Five, keen sight or hearing. Six, ESP. Seven, extra rib or vertebrae. Eight, UFO connections. You are describing Kyle so far. Nine, love of space and science. There's one consistency. Another one. 10, a sense of belo not belonging to the human race. 11, piercing eyes. 12. What is piercing eyes? Oh my God. I don't, <laughs> I just pierced you. I just pierced you with my eyes. <laughs> They're Stop it. That's the answer to your question. You have greenish hazel, sometimes blue eyes. <laughs> 12. Paranormal occurrences. Psychic dreams. 14. Truth seekers. 15. Desire for higher wisdom. 16. Empathetic illnesses. 16. Oops, 17. Deep compassion for fate of mankind. 18. A sense of a mission in life. 19. Physic abilities. I believe that's a typo. Psychic. <laughs> <laughs> 20, unexplained scars on body, 21, capability to disrupt electrical appliances, and 22, extremely damning alien contacts. Mm. That is very uh, damning. Okay. Okay. I feel like a lot of those are really difficult to prove. Mm -hmm. But if you can, you've got a reptile for sure. Okay. 50% chance. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I have here some warnings and experiences from people with enlightened knowledge that had enough charity to share it with us via the internet. Thank you. Via Reddit, probably. It's unimportant and irrelevant. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> shut your mouth. One Via reliable source. <laughs> yeah. Okay. One um, charitable, enlightened soul wrote as follows. The eyes of the untrustworthy. Most people have snake in them. 
I believe that cameras and people alike can pick up on that snake eyes of people who are deceptive and untrustworthy. The more untrustworthy a person is, the more deceptive a person is, the more snake-like DNA arises. So be kind to each other. Someone responded, in kind, supplement. They said, this is why we call people snakes, because there was a time where we had full knowledge of the reptiles in our conscious mind, but now the information lingers in our subconscious. This is some sociology bullshit. This is why I hated sociology. This is why you guys are so skeptical. Or you're reptiles. There's really only two I things. That's why you don't like it is because you're a reptile and we're on to you. Yeah. Here's someone who had an encounter. Oh. Don't. The encounter goes as follows. It's titled, They Could Kill Me If They Wanted. It says, I was walking towards the house and I was on a street where I saw four individuals coming towards me. I had an unpleasant feeling because there was no one else on that street. It was just me and the four individuals. And if they wanted to attack me, they would do it. But did they? But I didn't show them that I'm scared. I remembered the lessons I learned about self-defense that says, don't show that you're scared. Keep moving forward. I did that and escaped. But I don't think self-defense lessons saved my life. Reptilians are psychopaths who don't care. So if they wanted to kill me, they would have done it. It was also night. <laughs> I think I think I need like additional cues that like the sentence is over. <laughs> I'm just reading it as it was written. It was also night when I saw the four individuals. The number four is considered unlucky. Is it? I've never heard that. The never number heard four. That you just heard it. Okay. You wouldn't have. <laughs> you wouldn't have, would you? Reptile. <laughs> in the movie, Ma in the movie Matrix. Those agents possessed anyone who did not disconnect. They could possess those four individuals and kill me. A few where, where, hours. Where did the Matrix agents yeah, wait, come what? from? <laughs> Try to keep up. <laughs> Unenlightened. A few hours ago, a freak drove past my gate three times. I looked at him. <laughs> and he looked at me strangely. It's as if he saw a strange creature for the first time in his life. These beings know that I know of their existence. They know that I am one of those people who know that we are trapped in a dystopian nightmare. Matrix. Parentheses. Someone commented, they are gang stalking you. The only reason they don't kill you is because they know they would get karma for it. They believe in karma and try to avoid it. Anyone calling you crazy is one of them most likely. They are very common. Very common. There's more lizard folk than regular old humans. That's what it would sound like. Okay, last one. It's titled Street Girl Snake Eyes. Okay. It goes as follows. I have only told one or two people about this experience, but it still weighs heavy on my mind even years after it happened. I will say that, yes, I was high when this happened, but I was not so high that I was hallucinating or paranoid or out of my mind. It was, a clear, it was as clear as day, and it scared the living shit out of me. So one night... I was by myself in my condo and wanted to get high. I called my buddy and he told me he knew a girl who could get me some good stuff, cocaine. Oh. Okay. So I call the girl and pick her up. She gets me what I want and then asks if I want to hang out for a while. I agree and we go back to my place. Everything is going fine and we're just doing some lines and listening to music. Out of nice. nowhere, she gets a little weird and asks to use my bathroom. Strange. How dare. I tell her where it is, and she goes in. She was in there for more than a few minutes. 
and I went to check on her. I knocked on the door and she said, coming right out. A few seconds later, the door opens. She looks me dead in the eyes. My heart immediately fell into my stomach. Her pupils were straight up and down, like a snake or something, almost diamond shaped. I immediately froze and looked away. I walked into the bathroom behind her and closed the door. My heart must have been beating a thousand miles per minute. I walked out of the bathroom and sat down across from her on the couch. Her eyes were totally back to normal. I made something up about having to work in the morning and I told her I needed to get some sleep. She started making passes at me, but I refused and just kept saying I was tired and needed sleep. I called her an Uber and never saw her again. The couple people I told about this pointed out that I was on drugs and maybe was just seeing something that was not there. The thing is, all the lights were on. <laughs> He's fucking. I saw it clear as day. It's not like I was on a two-day binge and hadn't slept. I literally did three lines. Okay. One of the scariest things that ever happened to me using drugs. Hey, I believe him. This story wasn't well received. I, so st I stand with him. He followed up. He said, I have since stopped using cocaine. Thank you for your concern and unnecessary criticism. <laughs> the reason I even mentioned the cocaine is because I believe that reptilians could be drawn to drugs like cocaine and meth because their brains are more drawn to physical pleasure slash euphoria. Someone commented, they banned drugs because it gives true vision. That's why drugs are illegal. Someone else commented, same thing happened to me with a hookup. Same stuff. His eyes flipped and he let out, let out a demonic sound. I'm not religious, but I remembered that my grandmother said if I ever faced a demon, I could command them to leave in the name of Jesus Christ. So I did. I've never seen someone run so fast. Straight out the door. No argument or anything. No shirt. I think I would too if I were a in the name of Jesus Christ. <laughs> you're, you're sitting there, you know, you're, you're taking your bra off. Yeah, you're like walking to towards the sexy. bed all sexy. And he's like, in the name of Jesus, I rebuke you from my house. I would sprint out the door. <laughs> well, she goes on. No shirt and all. The next day, he sent me some strange texts showing off his tattoos. Freemason symbols. He sent some music to me, which I did not listen to. The CD art had satanic symbols and 666 on it very subtly. He also sent a tarot card and a strange short video that looked like a dead person being woken from a coffin. I tried to Google and reverse image search the tarot card. There was no trace of it, no description, no online image. I've always wondered if it was some sort of curse or spell. I'm not religion at all. And I'm, and I'm definitely a skeptic, but I saw the eyes and the sound was not human. This guy was a Marine. <laughs> Makes sense. Just one extra thing I found on this website. Porn addiction is a sign of reptilian possession. Might be possessed. <laughs> The reptilians do their best to distract you. That's their whole purpose. So people do not uncover the truth. I believe coomers are brainwashed. <laughs> because they don't understand the importance of semen retention. It helps keep testosterone. Just some food for thought. Well, shit. Wow. You know what, Jessica? Thank you for that. Thank you for your enlightenment. In insanely knowledgeable information. That you have just delivered upon to us. You're welcome. Wow. Yeah. I thought you'd appreciate that. I, you know what? I did. I thought it was very important for you all to know. 
Thank well, you so much. You're I welcome. was I You're was welcome. concerned that maybe I was a reptile, but now I know that I am not. Right. I have a lot of the signs, but I know that I'm not. And physical abilities? I don't have that. Oh. I don't have any physical abilities. Okay. I don't have any ESPN. Okay. None at all. Wow. That's it, folks. I'm still a little bit concerned that I might be a reptile. Me too. <laughs> Is that why Sorry, you're so? Is that why you're so drawn to drugs, Justine? <laughs> probably. Yeah. Probably. They, well, they said that, that like meth. I've never tried meth. Is that why you're so addicted to pornography? I might. I might be. I don't know. I'm just so. <laughs> I don't know that I'm addicted to pornography. It's just I'm so picky. Like if I if I sit down to watch porn, it'll be hours. But it's because I I'll click on a video and it's like oh that's not good enough, so I'll go through all the, the related videos. And then I'll be like, oh, that one's hotter. I'll click that one. And then before I watch it, I'll go through all those recommended. Right. And then I'll be like, oh, that one's hotter. So you might not be, you might not be a reptilian. You could be reptilian possessed as a brainwashed coomer. Oh, my God. Probably. Yeah. yeah. Probably. That makes sense. I bet it's that. Before we get in the nitty gritty of who's a reptile and who is not, you know, and inevitably we fight to the death. Right. Let's spin this this third the wheel. The last spin, wheel. Spin the wheel. Okay. All right. What's your reptilian power? If Chameleon skins. Oh. I've already chosen. I would swallow someone whole. What? What? You want to just thinking about that before we even whole? Wait, wait. The question is, what is the reptilian power that what you possess? What is your you want? reptilian Not power? Not the one you already have. I <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't give myself that much credit, but like. <laughs> So no, you if want, I well, you want to kill someone by swallowing them. Yeah, because what a fucking horrible way to die! I would so use that. There's so many people that need to die horrible deaths. You know what? I will give you this. You only got to eat like once every three months if you do it that exactly. way. Exactly. I lose so much weight. I just look hot as fuck and eat eat motherfuckers left and right. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> well, I said chameleon skin. Lame. Oh, uh, okay. That's uh, a Jacob, good one. What would yours be? I don't like reptiles. <laughs> Either. And that's um, a terrifying power to think about. But I, I, if I had to choose, I would love that. You could be a turtle. No, I don't want a shell. No, Jacob's the, not the type to recoil where you don't shell if something's happening. No, I attack. No matter how weak I am, I attack. A snapping turtle. <laughs> don't snort at me. I, I want to <laughs> have the ability of a snake when they, if you drop them like thirty feet, they have no bones to break. They just plop and keep going. That's you want to be all cartilage? Yeah. Oh, skin and muscle. Oh, I know. Bones. I want venoms, so that so that I can venom people. You want to have fangs? I don't. No, I don't want fangs. Okay. Well, I want venoms. Where's, where's the Where's it coming out of? Where's the venom come out of? Like my. Uh, I have. Your no, tech. you know what? You know what? In my in my mouth, I actually have one less molar or four less molars, I guess, than everyone else. Okay. So there's an extra gap. Uh-huh. behind my wisdom teeth and the back of my, my jaw. So you would want to gleek venom onto people? Yeah, I produce the venom and I can just like... How? And just... Okay. Oh. And just shoot it, right? Yeah. So like maybe I spray you in the face. Maybe I <laughs> spray it in like your drink, mm -hmm. your beverage. Yeah. Um, Like maybe you wrong me, mm -hmm. you know, at the Whole Foods. Right. And I kind just of like right over your like organic mangoes. Okay. That yeah. um that little chirping dinosaur with the frills. Similar. In Jurassic Park. Mm -hmm. Yeah, similar. It. Except I don't look like that. I look like me. Okay. I like that. 
Having some venom. I could get by yeah. on that for yeah, sure. Yeah, 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 yeah. Just yeah. hawk venom loogies bro, at people. Bro, I would kill so many people. That's okay. why I would swallow people whole. You wouldn't, you wouldn't be able to kill as many Same people as reason. I would. I'd have to get them by themselves. I'd have to be more strategic. And you can only it. do a couple a year. You can't eat that many. Ah, that's true. I can kill a person every 12 hours. That's true. What do you got? But mine's more brutal. Uh, have you seen some snake venoms? I just want to have some cool some chameleon are, skin. Are brutal. Some of them turn your blood into like a solid. Oh God! Is that the kind of venom you would have? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I would. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna make your blood all all hemoglobined. You're gonna you're gonna be all like you're gonna be hemoglobin to death. I don't think that means what you think. Hemoglobined. Uh huh. Well, I think we're all done. Oh, it's time to end this episode. Are we all done? Well, wrap it up. Since we're all done, please, listener, remember to like, rate, subscribe, and share this podcast. You can share it with anyone who has a pet snake. Who maybe, hates snakes. Maybe anyone who's got a snake in their pants, if you know what I mean. Anyone who's <laughs> swallowed a snake. Oh, maybe a, little, maybe a little snake swallower, you know? Yeah. You can share it with anyone. Share it with your, your local Boy Scout, Girl Scout troop. I think they I don't get care. it. Anybody. Visit our website at threeshotsin.com. There we have very convenient links for you to our Patreon page, which is incredible and has so much to offer you. Definitely worth a look, a try. I you know? agree. We also have uh, a link to our PayPal single-time donation button. That's our internet tip jar. Don't forget to check out our sponsors. Party patches are amazing. They, whoop, will, whoop. they will prevent your hangover. They will cure your hangover. I'm they wearing will give one. you. Right now. We are all wearing one. We're all wearing one. Right now. Thanks, Party Patch. Thanks, Party Patch. Thank you, Party Patch. You know what, Jacob? You know what my favorite thing to do when I get a a brand new bottle of any kind of liquor at all? What? I like to open it and pour it. Oh, you see, I think that I like to pour more than you. (laughs) Speaking of which. generous with his pours, I'd say. We'd like to thank Pour More. You can go to our website, follow the link to pourmore.com. You can find a subscription to a liquor. One new bottle every month. Every month they will send you a bottle of liquor to your house. Broaden your boozy horizons. You can open it. You can drink it. What are we talking about next week? Uh, I didn't write it down. I figured we would choose it right here and now. Okay. Stool. (laughs) Stool? Yes. Stool? Stool. I'm going to write it down. Once I write it down, it is locked. No, wait. Wait. Wine. 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 Wine drunk is the best drunk. It's not. It's whiskey drunk, actually. We've done the experiments. It is the best kind. But thank you all for listening so much. Thank you, Father, for joining us. Thank you, Justine. On this Absolutely. Episode. Yes, thank you, Sister Justine. Of course, of course. It has been a pleasure for someone, I'm sure. Um anything to say? She doesn't have anything to say. All right, it's over. We're done. Thank you all for listening. We love you. Goodbye. See you next time. Goodbye, guys. Yeah, sometimes it's it's too much. Sometimes you, and I'm speaking hypothetically, this doesn't happen to me, but when you, you know, throw up, and then you don't, <laughs> you don't want to spit it all over the person, so you just swallow it, and then it happens oh. again, and you just swallow it, and you just keep <laughs> swallowing your own vomit over and over again. <laughs>
I'm not speaking from experience. Dude, I don't know who you're speaking about, but that person is a fucking champ. That person is a trooper. <laughs> that, that person is hard fucking core. That is a champ right there. <laughs> I don't love anyone enough to do that. I do. To puke and swallow puke. Well, not. He's like, no. You're getting was, puked on. Puke all over your cock and balls. He was, he was so nice. I, I would be grossed out to keep going if it were all over there. But I know. Because I'm not going to I keep mean, going. I mean, the hypothetical person, not but, me. But he bought me three Jaeger bombs and four vodka sodas. He told me I was pretty. <laughs> he told me I'm the best that's ever done it. 